welcome to A Life Shared, Parent Helps and Renovations. Whether your kids are three months old or 33 years old, we can live with each other in a way that gives life. That's A Life Shared. I'm Ellen Martin. Glad you joined us. I don't know about you, but as a mother of five children, there's a lot of excitement here about Christmas. I have two who are counting down. I have five who keep double checking that I know what's on their list. And even though they know I've already purchased their gifts, they they keep asking and double checking and, and just making sure I know about the things that they want. So there's just a lot of excitement here. And until yesterday, it was just pure excitement. We are waiting. And for some of us, this season of waiting before Christmas is called Advent. Advent is a time of waiting. For those of us who connect this time of waiting to the remembering of Christ's birth, we have a sense not just of remembering his birth, but waiting for him to come again as he has promised. Once he was promised and he came born of a virgin, Mary, and he was truly Emmanuel, God with us, with us in the flesh, fulfilling promises of old. While I've talked about hope and peace and been in a place of really feeling those things, you know, being on the far side of suffering and, and hope fulfilled and being in a place of peace. Well, this week I'm, I'm supposed to continue the theme of Advent and talk about joy and friends, I'm not feeling it. (laughs) In fact, I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. So I was looking at a song. It's a song that cries out for Emmanuel, which means God with us to come again, to come and make all the wrong things right, to deal with envy and strife, to overcome sin, to set free those captive. And it's crying out, O come, O come, Emmanuel, in every verse. And each verse ends with a call to rejoice because Emmanuel, God with us, will indeed come again as he promised to come and be with us. So he did. And when he ascended into heaven, he promised he'd come back. And the confidence that the lyrist has is so great that he says, rejoice, rejoice now while you wait, while you cry out for him to come. And the amazing thing is when we rejoice, we are lights in the darkness that say there is joy in the Lord. We have nativity scenes in our home that bring me joy and that they bring me the reminder that truly Jesus is Emmanuel. And while he's only with us now by his spirit, he will again be Emmanuel with us face to face. And so I have this really tiny nativity set that one of my boys got last year at our local Wilmore Highbridge Community Service Center. Shout out to you all. We love you. So small, it could fit in one of my little boys' front pocket. And I put it this year on the tiles that spell our name that my mother and stepfather got us from Spain. And it reminds me that truly he is Emmanuel for us, the Martins, as much as he is Emmanuel for every family that welcomes him. And then I have a nativity scene that my husband, Andrew, gave me our first year of marriage and the donkey is missing an ear and other parts are broken off. It's kind of pitiful, but it reminds me that Christ came in pitiful circumstances. He wasn't born in a palace. 
He did not have a midwife to care for him, nor did Mary. He was born in the barn with the animals. And yet there was joy declared from the heavens by angels. It also reminds me of how he's been Emmanuel with us by his Holy Spirit for 19 years as we've been husband and wife through the ups and downs, through many dark days and weeks and months and even years at times. But he has proven to be light, turning us to his joy. And then I have one other, and I keep it out year round. It was a gift given to us when we moved into our new home, the home we live in now. It's a metal piece. It's one big hanging. And ironically, it's the same color as the wall of our home with a little bit of variation. And I had thought at first that I would paint it so that it would stand out in bold contrast to the wall and all could see it. But when I hung it in a nook in our stairwell, I realized that he was born in the open, really right in front of everyone. So accessible that Herod's aides were able to, his troops, to destroy him, this king of kings. And yet somehow as declared as his birth was with a star in the sky, with angels singing, it was shepherds who were told. And so many somehow missed him. And so I leave it there, blending in with the wall, reminding myself how easy it is to miss our Emmanuel. And when I do, I miss his joy too. Friends, I don't know about you, but I'm at a place in life at 47 years old where I'm taking myself a lot less seriously and taking this Emmanuel a lot more seriously. And it is bringing me to live in him and the joy he has for us more than I could ever imagine. So that things that used to drive me crazy, I can now laugh about. Because as Paul talks about in Philippians, where we are working out our salvation with fear and trembling, it's so that we might have the joy the Lord has given us. So friends, if you're overwhelmed like me, so what? If there's a lot of darkness, like there is in the lives of so many I know and love and walk with, where's the light? If joy has been put before you in some small and trite way, friends, turn away from it for sure. Be offended because joy is not small or trite. It is light cutting in the darkness. It's the power to anchor us in the face of real hardship so that we can continue to cry out while we wait for our Emmanuel and somehow Somehow, at the same time, we can rejoice because he is who he is and he will do what he has said he will do. And when that's hard for me, well, I just look back at the ways he's been true to who he says he is in my life and in the life of others. And I remember that our joy is really only found in him. And while that can seem so very hidden, like my metal nativity hanging in the stairwell, It's really right there for all of us to see and receive and embrace. Joy is not something we can create for ourselves. I've tried it. It doesn't work. But it is something we can ask him to fill us up with. And as we lay down the things that defy it, he does just that. Long, long ago, I said to Jesus, I don't trust you. So I'm going to give you my mistrust. Let's see what you can do with that. And what he did with that was more than I could ever imagine. So as you're getting ready for Christmas, as you're waiting on whatever you're waiting on, give him the stuff that isn't serving you well. Give him the stuff that you're carrying and is weighing you down. 
and see what he'll do with it. And if specifically you want his joy, well, friends, ask him for it. Just ask him and be open to the things he'll invite you to set down so that you can receive it. And just like a child who has a list of all the things they want and they're waiting for, expect it to play out a little differently than you think it will. Expect to set down things that you thought gave you life that don't so that you can receive the joy he has for you in him. So I'm still a little stressed out and I'm just singing, O come, O come, Emmanuel, set us free. And while we wait, help us rejoice because truly you will come. And I don't know about you, but looking forward to things that truly will come to pass, I'm finding at 47, that in itself gives me joy. Thanks for joining me, Ellen Martin, for this episode of A Life Shared, Parent Helps and Renovations. I hope in some way it helped you live with others in ways that give life. That's a life shared. It's what we were made for. Thank you.